You are listening to the Hockey Heaven Podcast. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous Forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Hey guys, welcome back for episode 16 of Hockey Heaven Podcast. Sorry for the delay. We kind of had some technical difficulties this uh, this past week, which is why we kind of skipped the week. Uh, but we're, we're back. We're going to be trying to release two episodes this week. So we're going to be doing the second part of the uh, Metro, and then we're going to jump into the first week of the Atlantic. So yeah, exciting times here. Uh, today we got New Jersey, the Islanders, we got the Rangers, and we got the Hurricanes. So if you're a team or a fan of one of those teams, this is the week for you. So we're going to start her all off here with the Devils. But before we get into that, Zane, Ben, how you feeling about these teams? Are, or do we think that uh, they're promising? Or, or what, what are you guys' initial thoughts? I think there's – this is a good little bunch. It's going to be fun to cover for sure. There's, you know, a lot of – I wouldn't say they're like a high, high-end high squad here, but there's some, there's some good teams here. The Metro's been pretty interesting. Uh, I think in the past they've been with like the Pittsburgh and the Washingtons, and I know we're not covering them today, but they've been always been seen as like a powerhouse division, and uh, there's some turnover going on here, and, and I think we're going to see that this episode. Yeah, it's kind of like a slowly changing of the guard, right? Like I think these teams yeah. are, are – they may not quite be there yet, but there's, some of these teams are definitely on the way up uh, towards the top of the Metro. So with that said, we're going to start with New Jersey. So if you're a Devils fan, here you go. Listen in. Um, so New Jersey's got 8.71 million in cat space. They got 21 NHL contracts, so still a couple guys uh, left uh, they can bring under the team. They got to re-sign Pavel Zaka this year. The most notable and, RFA still available yeah, for sure. Yeah, Pavel Zaka. Uh, their lineup right now, and this could change. These are just kind of the lines I threw together: is Hall, Heischer, Palmieri, Gusev, Hughes, Brat, Coleman, Zajac, Simmons, Wood, Zaka, Hayden. On D, they got Butcher, Subban. Smith, Severson, Green, Votnin, and then in net, they got Blackwood and Schneider. So, kind of a mix of older guys and younger guys. Kind of interesting combination. They got two uh, first overall picks down their top two uh, in the center ice, which is pretty pretty sick. That's kind of what, where teams want to be, right? You think of the Penguins, they got Malk and Crosby. Uh, I'm not saying these guys are going to be Malk and Crosby, but uh, it's definitely a great place to start, right? Oh, absolutely. They have, uh, I mean, getting Hughes was huge for them. That's that's just their, massive. Their one-two punch down the middle now is, is unreal. Uh, so they, they're they off to a good start here and, you know, made some trades this offseason that I'm sure we'll get into. And uh, I, I like the look of it, though. They are definitely much improved from the looks of last year. Yeah, I, I agree. They are definitely improved, uh, but even with having a healthy Taylor Hall and and adding Gusev and adding Simmons and still having Palmieri, like their offense is relying on their top two centers, Nico Hischier, who's a sophomore, and Jack Hughes, who's a rookie. They are going to have to carry a lot of weight for this team if they want to be successful. Uh, the center position is the most important position, and they have an 18-year-old and a 20-year-old 
uh, there. It's going to be interesting to see how it really turns out for them this season. That's a one-two punch that's going to be amazing down the line for them for however long they're able to keep these guys. But this year right now, uh, it's tough. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, we can maybe just jump into the trades here. Let's jump in there with some of the guys that they, they add to the roster. Uh, so, so three guys... Two by trade, one by free agent. They got Subban and Gusev through trades, and they got uh, Simmons off the free agency uh, market. So let's let's start with the biggest name they brought in, uh, PK Subban, who your favorite you know, player, one of my favorite players <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, I, if you guys don't know, I'm a Habs fan, uh, and that is sarcasm. So um, Subban, to me, he's not worth the nine million. But, um, like, he's not the same guy he was with the Habs. Uh, he's been through, he's older, has has had some back problems. But he's still great offensively. He's going to put up numbers. I, I have no problems with that. It's the more defensive side of the puck, which I have problems with. Uh, the pinching that he does. Uh, he Sometimes he stays on the ice for way too long, gets caught in his own end. Just simple things like that, which doesn't make me the biggest fan of him. Uh but you know what? He does his job. He puts up points, so good for him. But um, I really like this trade for the Devils because they pretty much got him for nothing. They got him for two seconds and a couple no-name prospects. So great job by the Devils there and Ray Shiro. Um, how do you guys feel? Are you guys in the same boat as me? Like, What are your, what are your thoughts on this trade? Yeah. Um, like you said, he's not going to be the same P.K. Subban as we saw in Montreal. And... I also agree with your point of him. You know, he gets caught pinching a lot, and you know he puts up the points, but it's a high, high risk, high reward there with PK Subban. And yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, you know, as age starts to go up, speed starts to go down, and uh, it gets harder to be high reward and more, mostly just more high risk. But for now, it's okay. He's only got three years, and that's just it's a huge cap hit. Um, but it shouldn't affect them too much. I mean, it's not like they're stuck with him for six, so. It, it's an okay trade. It, it helps them. It, it, they needed it, so I, I understand why they did it for sure. I am completely for this trade. P.K. Subban is going to be an absolutely great addition to the New Jersey Devils. And uh, one thing with P.K. Subban is when he won that Norris in Montreal, he was the top defenseman. He was their number one guy for sure. It was prior to Shea Weber because they didn't have him yet. They traded him for Subban. Uh, he was their star, and you go, you put him in Nashville, where you know there's one or maybe two guys ahead of him. He's no longer that top star defenseman, like because he has to share the spotlight, and that's not PK Subban's personality. And coming to New Jersey, when the only guy they really have on like to compete against him is Damon Severson, like Severson's, oh, like he's a good defenseman, but PK Subban's the star. And he's going to thrive here. You know, I, everyone's seen, seen him on Instagram making up his own drills and skating on top of pucks and stuff. He's training hard. He, he wants to, to go and light it up in New Jersey. I think he's going to do that. I think this is a great trade for them. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you on some of those. I, like, I agree he was a star in Montreal, but you said he was a number one D-man. I don't know about that. We had Andre Markov, who was kind of the rock there, which is kind of what the Devils are missing, right? They're kind of missing that rock to play with Subban. Um, who knows? I mean, Markov is a free agent right now, so maybe you sign Markov to a one-year deal here and slot him in the left side. The left side is a little 
is a little weak. I do like uh, we haven't even talked about Ty Smith, who is is going to be a stud for this team down down the the road here. Absolute you know, gem. I he hey, I, I, I think I think he's making the team. He's he's been working out with Brendan Gallagher all summer, and uh, from what I've seen, That's all his the little Instagram with. videos, um, he looks like a solid kid. So I think he was one of the steals of that that draft that year. Um, super underrated, great skater, and he's going to be dynamic moving forward for the Devils. So that yeah, was a great pick for them. That left side New Jersey is actually not that bad. Sammy Vatanen, Will Butcher, and, and Andy Green. Who yeah, he's getting older, but maybe he can. Sp- Still play that defensive rock for PK. Yeah, I, I I'm not as sold out on Green. I think Green's kind of he's very injury prone, which is the issue yeah. too. He, when but, he plays, he's not bad. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what he can do this year. Maybe maybe he comes back and has the kind of a bounce back year. But I think I think Green is kind of he's seen better days. Um, that, oh yeah, definitely. If you click with your partner, you'll do great things, and maybe they click together their play styles. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's that's very true. One hundred percent. Let's um let's jump into the other trade that happened. Nikita Gusev. So they they just signed him to four and a half million dollars for two years. Um, off the top of my head, I can't really remember what they traded for him. What was it? Was it just a was it a second? Do you guys do you guys know? Uh, I should have wrote this down. I I think. Yeah, they so they traded a second round pick and a third round pick. A third, it was a yeah. two and a three. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, the yeah, second okay. in twenty twenty one, the third in twenty twenty. I think this was a, it was a lot to give up, but I think they had the assets and also New Jersey's in a full win situation. Oh yeah, having to re-sign Taylor Hall and knowing that he wants to play for a contender, and I, as an Oilers fan, I'm ready to give up the world for Taylor Hall. I'll give him a blank check. If he wants to keep his number nine, we'll take down Lynn Anderson's number nine jersey banner from the rafters. Like, <laughs> it, we, anything and everything, Taylor Hall, like it's yours. Yeah, no, I think I actually think the Devils are going to retain Hall. I have I have a feeling. I think this year with Heisher Hughes, why would you not want to play like one of those? You're going to make forward, Devils right? Reddit very happy right now by well, saying but that. But if you're if you're Taylor Hall, right? Why would you not want to sign with Jersey when you have Heisher and Hughes as your one-two punch? You're a winger, like. These guys are going to be here for a long time. If you're Hall and you want to sign a long-term deal, I feel like Jersey's a perfect place to do it. They have the cat space they can pay you. They have these two young centers that they can. you're going to be paired with. At least one of those two guys, right? Um, Here's the thing. If this season for the Devils goes off the rails for whatever reason, if it's if it's Corey Schneider, if it's their goaltending, if, uh, if Hughes and Hischer aren't ready to lead that one-two punch... Uh, Whatever happens, if they finish last place or something like that, he's not going to be enticed to sign there. No, I agree with he you. If they come like if they come bottom three, I think he's probably. Oh, gone. He's gone. I, I think I think the Devils team will be somewhat competitive. I don't think they're a oh, playoff I think so team. As well, I don't think they're a playoff happen. team, but anything yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I think a lot of it hinges on their goaltending. But with All Hall, I think if they show like some life and they're you know kind of hovering and, and good, if, and if they get like eighty, if they get like 80, 85 points, I think he stays. Um, if they get like seventy points, seventy in there, I think he's gone. So, whoever he signs with is going to be a competitive team that's ready to go. Like just, and maybe have some cap space, obviously, for him to sign there. Like he's not going to go sign with the Ottawa Senators cause, just because they have money. Like that's not what he's looking for right now. And I that might be the case for the Oilers as well. Like we, we might not even be able, we might not even be in the running for him, which sucks. Right. 
and I would love. No, I I, I have like I think it's a less than one percent chance he goes bachelorless <laughs> for me. I, um, I, I don't think that happens. With, with with Hall though and the Devils, I think I think adding Gusev though with Hall on back, that left okay. side. I just want yeah. it back. <laughs> it's not gonna happen, Zay. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> just just let it go. Hall Hall and Gusev on the left. Like Gusev really helps his top six. He had he had eighty two points in sixty two games last year with SKA St. Petersburg and the KHL. Now, 65 of those points were assists. So he only had 17 goals, which is um, maybe lends to him being more of a, a playmaker guy down the wing, which is you don't see as much. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how he can translate his game to the NHL. Um, so I'm guessing he'll be on a line with like a Palmieri type who's more of a scorer than on the right side. Yeah, he might be. Like It, it might be more Gusev, Heischer, Palmieri, and then Hall, Hughes, Brat kind of thing. But uh, that that's pretty solid, though. Like that sounds pretty good. Their their top six is very interchangeable. They have a lot of flexibility here. They could even move Simmons up uh, the lineup if they wanted to. He's a guy who can play kind of up and down the lineup. Um, yeah. So they have they have tons of flexibility. You, you look at their actually. We we've been talking about their their top two centers. You look at their whole group of centers. Uh, they got Heisher, Hughes, Zaka, and Zajac, which is I, extremely I interesting. <laughs> I don't know if we should consider Zaka a center anymore. They need to move that guy to the wing ASAP. Yeah, but or just get rid of him because then, he then is who's going to be your third line center of the future? Right, so, you're, you're going to well, need to have a guy there for the future. Yeah, they have some prospects coming up. I think right now Travis Zajac can definitely fill that role. He's a guy who can even fill in in the top two if one of your guys true. get hurt uh, yeah, at least true. this year. Uh, that's not an immediate need that they should have right now i think you run zajac until his well is dry and then you maybe rely on some prospects like a michael mcleod or uh mm-hmm. something like that to yes for yeah. i don't know if he's yeah. a center or he's a kind of a center wing kind of yeah they hybrid. definitely have some options More winger, I think. coming up and yeah. that yeah i don't think that's a problem at least this year so do you like do you do you move zach to the wing or do you try to like actually trade zaka Maybe you trade What's Zaka for like a yeah. for like a bottom six forward. And bottom six guy. Yeah, I know he's a young guy with a lot of uh, pedigree coming up, but he hasn't worked out, and you might need to change the scenery. And and right now, you know, besides a shutdown defenseman to play with PK Subban, a bottom six forward might be might be the Devils' biggest need right now. Do you think it's worth getting up Zaka though at only twenty two years? I don't think so. Twenty two uh, is getting it's getting there now. Like it, it is. Played. I think twenty four is the age. I think, I think twenty four is the age where I'm. But by I'm that like, time, who's going to give up an NHL player for a guy who, who's not even who's struggling? But I don't think it moves the needle a whole lot another year. Yeah. I don't. It, it does a little bit, but I mean, he had thirteen and twelve last year. He that's something you can totally you know develop off of. Yeah, like yeah. and that was in sixty one games. So if he gets up to you know thirty five points. That's that's improvement, oh, and then you can you slide him in in that bottom six and hope he hits 40, 45 as he turns 24, 25 and all that. I like think maybe the, I think oh, the first ahead, step is moving him to the wing. Yeah, yeah, I think that would help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe he goes and like let's say Gusev struggles or Brat off the start of the year, and you move yeah. him into the top six and he plays with a yeah. skilled center. Yeah, maybe he can maybe he can score. Yeah, he he is not enough of a playmaker to be a consistent center. Like, and I don't know if he's enough of a shutdown guy to play, like. A third, fourth line center role. Is he left or right-handed? 
He's left-handed. He's left-handed? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, if they do lose Hall, maybe he's a guy you, you don't want to trade because he's got this this upside skill. Like, what did he go, 7th or 11th overall? Somewhere in no, there. No, he went, he went 6, I think. 6, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, very I know he was kind of a reach, but um, still, you don't you don't just give up on a guy who goes 6 overall like that. Like, it, it's just, you give him a couple years. Like, the risk-reward factor, like, let's trade him now for a bottom 6 guy. I think I think it's... If, if there's more reward on it if you wait for him and he develops than if you trade him for a bottom six guy. Right Grayson, now. trust me, I know all about waiting on <laughs> a young struggling forward. Yes, uh, as an owner's fan, uh, when it's time to cut ties and and maybe fill a need by trading him. The difference is though. Hold on. I, see, I, I know what you're going to say. He's only twenty. It's it's a kind of similar situation with him going fourth. He's only twenty years old compared to Zaka being twenty-two. The owners waited on Yakupov until he was about twenty-two, twenty-three years old, and only ended up getting a third-round pick for him. You don't want to wait too long. There's a difference, though. I think when there's so many guys who failed, like in the Oilers system, I think it's a development problem. In oh, the, sure. De, in the Devils, the Devils system, I don't know if they. Maybe he just needs a couple more years to develop. Like he's kind of the first guy that I'm, I'm, I've looked at in a while for them who's struggled from being come in right so maybe it's just he needs a little bit more time and hey if you if you lose one guy that's fine the Oilers have lost like they've they struggled with what Yakupov (laughs) nurse like I'm not defending them I'm not uh, saying what they've done there's there's tons of guys right so here I think it's it's just a completely different case it, it might be a different case, but there it's a similar situation. Is what I'm saying. It's true. It's true. true. Do you want an interesting comparison here? I think this is just my opinion, but I think Zaka may have the same kind of. You know, he was kind of reached for and went a little higher than he's he thought. I can see Kirby Doc being the same kind of, you know, not disappointment a little bit uh, because he was just reached, you know, way too high. I think I, I can see that I, I, they're kind of the same build. I can I don't know it's it's nervous nerve wracking especially if you're Doc was an interesting but... pick and that's an interesting comparison but I think Doc is more of a playmaker where Zaka is more of a goal scorer correct me yes. if I'm wrong on that Devils no, but I think you're there, right. there's more of a if you're kind of a playmaker guy I think there's more of an opportunity for you to still put up points but when you're a finisher and you're struggling to finish like there, there's not much you, it's hard to contribute in other areas when all you've done your whole life is score goals right yes so it. it I agree with you in the fact that yeah, I think that Doc pick was a little risky, and he probably was like a a sixth, sixth to ninth pick, and he went third. Whereas Zaka was probably he went sixth, right? And he yes. was probably like a seven to eleven guy. Yes. So that's kind of similar, but um, no, we'll see. Like he's a really interesting story, and I, I, it'll be interesting to watch him this year. All the young guys in the Devils as a whole. I think the Devils are going to be an extremely fun team to watch this year. Oh, absolutely. If, if you want to watch a lot of skill and a lot of fast hockey, um, I think the Devils are your team. So. And potentially high-scoring games because yeah. you know, their goaltenders are a big yeah, unknown. Let's, so. let, let's thing, move into that. Let's shift into them. Yeah. Yeah, this, let, is let, the, this is the X factor for their team, uh, goaltending. Uh, it yeah. kind of all relies down on, on what Corey Schneider is going to do or uh, Mackenzie Blackwood. And I remember going back to when Grayson set up the lines – you had Blackwood first. I did. He's my guy for this team. I, I have no faith in Schneider. I'm sorry. I do, think he's... do you think he starts the year, though, even? like I think he'll start you the give year. It, you, oh, uh, yeah. you give it to Schneider. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. you start Schneider, yeah. So, But I do think... I think Schneider's just too injury-prone now. He's old. I think he's kind of just lost it. And that happens with older guys sometimes. There's a similar case. I don't know if you guys remember this guy. Um, 
His name is Nicholas Backstrom for the Minnesota Wild. He kind of just fell out off the face of the planet, right? He was wasn't a top he, goalie for a wasn't while. Wasn't he getting and just, up there, though, even more than Schneider? Yeah, wasn't he in yeah a little bit more than Schneider. Rather than the yeah. 30s. I think he was around 35 when he was when he was Dunzo. And Schneider's, what is he, 32? Somewhere in there? Somebody, somebody, somebody help me out. I think, gonna, I think that's 33, correct. yeah. So, I mean, that's not too far off, right? And maybe with, with some guys, like Schneider's had injury problems with his hips, a lot and that can be a real that can be that can be hard for a goalie right um you even look at a guy like quick and you, and you and you worry about him too with all the back and and hip problems he's had but um i think when you have a young team like this let's say schneider starts he's gonna start the year i think he's gonna struggle a little bit i only think you give him like nine games and you go to you go to blackwood he had a he, he played strong last year if you look at advanced stats for goaltending Blackwood and Schneider, I think Blackwood ranked 31st and Schneider ranked 33rd. So, um, or no, I think I think Blackwood was 31st and then Schneider was way down. Sorry, I'm thinking of uh, the Rangers tandem. But um, no, Sch- like Schneider struggled last year. There's, there's no other way to put it. And Blackwood, if you want... Schneider struggled for two and a half years now. Sure, but if you want absolute... Uh, if you want the best chance to win, I think that's with Blackwood. Like, he's young... He's proven. Like, what else does he have to prove, right? He he played like 30, 30 games last year. Played really well for them, and uh, yeah, I, I think he's your guy. He had great stats, and Schneider's just too much of a, just too much of a injury prone mess for me. <laughs> I don't know what, what other way to put it. I I I'm sorry for being, um, you know, kind of. He only played twenty three games. Sorry. Um, Blackwood, but yeah, and he, yeah, so he had like a nine, nine, eighteen, two sixty one. That's good. that's great he numbers. Good. Fantastic yeah. numbers. So uh, the only thing is, was it a stroke of luck? Like, did he no. just get? Because no. well, he got peppered too. Yeah, but his AHL stats were were bad. I, it's probably not. They, their AHL team is bad though. <laughs> yeah, they're bad. <laughs> so so was their NHL team last year though. So it it, it, it does look good. It does look well, good. So I'll I give him that. I think Corey Schneider was just bad last year, like, and and Taylor Hall was hurt. Yeah, there there was some goal scoring problems. They played. They made the playoffs some, the year before. Yeah, there were some goal scoring problems rather than some defensive problems on that team. Yeah, so yeah. I, I I agree. I I I don't think it's a stroke luck. I think and I watched him shut out the Canucks in like his, I think it was his first or second career start or something. I think he, didn't he have back to back shutouts in his first two career starts? Was that him? I don't know. But I can't I, remember. I watched him shut out the Canucks. Um, he looked good, and I think there's a lot to be happy about. Uh, you always worry about a sophomore slump, but he only played 23 games, so I don't even know if it counts as a sophomore year yet. The 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 problem with him is the the consistency cons, well, consistency, which is kind of all, with all young goalies, right? But the way to fix that is to play him more. He's got to play games. He's got to learn how to um, be consistent in the NHL. He moves side to side extremely well. He's got great athleticism, and he makes some great uh, desperation to say which is what you want in a goalie. He's bigger. I think he's around 6'2". So he's got all the attributes you want to start in goalie. He was a high draft pick. He went in the second round. You pl- I think you play the kid. I think you start off with Schneider, and then if things aren't going well, you slowly transition to... I think you play whoever's the best out of camp. Whoever earns a spot out of the camp, yeah, you play him. I, I think that's a good way to start it. That's me, but I I could totally see, and I I predict that Schneider will will, will play the first couple of games, and then 
yeah. Blackwood will take over. I mean, unless Schneider is really bad in preseason and Blackwood's really good, then yeah. So opening night starter, who's it going to be? Schneider. I'll say Blackwood. I'm going to go with Schneider as well. Okay. I'm going to say Blackwood just because uh, I believe. <laughs> I believe in the He's map. a believer. I believe. Um, okay, so that kind of wraps up the, the, the Devils here. Guys, we're going to be posting this on, on Reddit. Hold, so... hold on, hold on. I got one more thing about the New Jersey Devils. Uh, they need to switch to their red and green no, jerseys. No, oh, no, I, no. Yes. No. They can have Those a third jersey. It's are... too Christmassy. It's too Christmassy. I can't take it. Wear them for oh, the month of December. Great. Yes, agreed. Wear them for December, and then I'm good. Maybe Devils fans disagree with me, but I'm not a big green guy. Those jerseys are so nice. <laughs> okay. So if you're a Devils fan, you're on Reddit. We're going to be posting this on here. Tweet at us at Hockey Heaven Pod. Let us know your thoughts. We can take all the criticism. Uh, do you guys think this is the playoff team this year? How many points do you think Hughes is going to get? Who's going to be the starter by the end of the year? Let us know what you guys think. With that did, all said. Did we all, hold on. Did we all say they're not a playoff team? All three of us? We didn't really, we didn't really touch on it, but. Do you want to do I'm, a quick I, in I'm, out? I'm, I'm, I'm going with no. Zane? I'm going with out. Yeah, I'm going to fall suit, say they miss by, you know, less than three points. Less than three. That's interesting. I think, I okay. think they're super close, like comes okay. down to the last game of the year. Interesting. Okay, with that said, we're going to jump into the New York Islanders. So the Islanders got $4.6 million in cat space. They got 25 NHL contracts, though. So still, uh, there are a couple contracts over. They can send a couple guys down, free up some more cat space. Um Starting lineup, and this is not, this is just kind of what I threw together. This is not actually, you know, their official lineup. It's Lee, Barzell, Eberly, Bolivier, Nelson, Bailey, Hosang, Brassard, Del Cole, Martin, Sezikis, Clutterbuck, and Didi got Letty, Boychuk, Hickey, Pollock, Pellick, Mayfield, and then Varlamov and Grice in net. Thoughts. Initial initial thoughts. I just I tell you guys that roster. What is the first? Thing I I'm gonna start with a question for Zane, who was talking a lot of trash on this team last year in the playoffs. <laughs> oh yeah, Fall, I called their forwards garbage. Are you? I think any... he called the team garbage. I, I, think, he, I think he went that far. I think he, he went pretty far. He went pretty. He far. went far. Yeah. He Zane, his words too. Do you still feel the same? Definitely. I think they were absolutely oh, exposed in the second round. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> All they did was add up front was Derek Broussard. Correct me if I'm wrong. They have some young guys well, coming up. They'll be, yeah, and, young guys. Hosang, young guys yeah. But, you know, the, the addition they made was Derek Broussard, who's kind of fallen off a map lately. They, they just revamped their, their third line. That's all they did. Yeah, and they have a lot of money tied up into these guys. Like, they're paying... They're paying Lee till 2026 or even later than that. They're paying Brock Nelson till 2025, Everly till 2024, Andrew Ladd till 2023 with a gross contract, Bailey till 2024. Like they, there's a lot of money tied up in this core of this roster, and I'm just not sure how good it is. Ben, what do you what what do you think? With that, that being said, there's money tied up, but they still have cap space, and they will continue to have a decent amount of cap space until. I mean, they're they're in no danger of you know kind of being squeezed yet. Um, they were teasing us with a Mitch Marner offer seat this summer. They were teasing us until Bar. That didn't happen. The thing is, oh, once okay. Barzell gets his contract, we'll see how big or how small that is, and that'll really kind of determine. Yeah, that, this is their one kind of saving grace is is Matthew Barzell. He's an absolutely unreal player, and 
is that enough to carry this team John Tavares style to a bunch of first round exits? Maybe. But are they anything greater than that? I don't think so. Now, they, they made it to the second round last year. Yes, I know. But uh, I'm going to blame Pittsburgh for that one more than give credit to the Islanders. Now, I'm going to go in a different direction from you here. And I'm going to say that I like what they did. I think they overpaid for Lee. I'm not going to lie. I think he's like a $6 million guy. They paid seven for him. No, he's a captain. I, I think sure. in this NHL, $7 million is a fine contract for Lee. I was just using him as an example as money tied up that they have. Sure. I, what I really like about this team is you look at their core, what they got right now, at least in, in their core, the top two lines. Lee, Lee Eberle, uh, Nelson, and Bailey. Kind of like their their um, complementary pieces, per se, to like who's coming within Barzella and Wallstrom. Those those two guys are probably going to be the, the stars on the uh, on the offensive, the forward group. So yeah. all those guys are locked up long-term for at least five years, um, which is... Fantastic for them, right? Uh, if they can get Barzell locked up here uh, at a decent cap hit, I think they're really gonna they're really gonna need to do a good job of, of getting not overpaying for Barzell, like kind of like a kind of like Aho, where he's maybe his his term is is not where you want it to be, but the cap hit is definitely for for a guy like Aho is is good at the eight point four. So they can get Barzell on like a between eight eight and a half to seven and a half somewhere in there. That would be, that'd be awesome. Now, he might just have a monster year this year, which I'm, I love Barzell. So yeah, he could put up eighty to ninety points, and that kind of goes out the window when you're paying him ninety nine million dollars or something like that. But, um, back to my original point: if the 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 core is locked up, so Barzell and Wallstrom eventually, that group is gonna be around for a long time. Uh, which is fantastic for them. They're not going to have a lot of moving parts on the offensive side of the puck in their top their top six. Their bottom six, I think there's a lot of upside in their third line. Hosang can put up points. He's got a lot of skill. Dal Cole, while a lot of people say, you know, he's busted, uh, which he, he has for, you know, what did he go? Was it fifth? Yeah, I think he went fifth overall. Um, he did have 34 points in 34 games last year in the AHL, and he put up seven and 28 in his first, you know, 30 games in the NHL, which is is decent. He's he's 23, but if he can put up 30 points next year on this third line, I think that's that's hey, you you've kind of salvaged what you could of that situation, right? So both, that that take that as a win. Both those guys are two huge ifs in the NHL level though. Agreed. I don't think Hosang is as much as as Delco. I think Hosang is going to put up points. He's got way too much skill. He he struggled though. Like I he I don't hasn't know, fit in. I, I think that's I, I agree. True. He's got maybe huge potential. On, he's got huge potential. Yeah, I, I agree. Maybe on this roster, he's not a fit. But if he can put up some points and you can move him for something to, to help. Sure. Um, well, I think that's a the success thing is, though, he might they be have a fit. hope coming. He might be a fit on this roster. If he can put up points, that's kind of what they need. It's yeah, cheaper I, guys I, that can put up points. If he can be a solid guy, like I, I look at their. So on the left hand side, Bolivier. And Hosang, if those two guys can move third line, second line, right? Like maybe Hosang plays on that on that second line. Yeah. And Bolivier plays in the third line. Um That's kinda nice. And I think if both those guys are like forty point guys, that's fine because I think a lot of your point and goal scoring comes up from the right side. Uh when Wallstrom is there on that right side. Uh they got Everly and Bailey there. It's it it's kind of a log jam there, so 
Um, yeah, I think I think it's fine if the left side is more you know defensive orientated or you know doesn't put up as much points because I think the right side is gonna comp- is gonna uh, compensate for that. Um, yeah. Now we're talking about young guys too. They they do have a fantastic goalie coming. They have some fantastic D that are coming. They have a, we talked about left wingers. They got a left winger and Kiefer Bellows is coming. They have help coming. So they're going to have a lot of guys on ELCs, on cheap contracts, coming in, helping out. They have this core of guys who are all signed for five years. I like the direction this team is going in with their forward group. I really like it. I think it hinges on Barzell. Barzell is a huge X factor. He's got one year left, and then he hits his uh, RFA. So if they can sign him to a decent contract, uh, I like it. The fourth line is the fourth line. They are going to crash and bang. They've done that their whole careers. It's been... It is what it is. They're not going to get much points out of them, but hey, that that's fine. Do we want to talk... I, I, I think we should talk about the goaltending next. I was just about to say, let's... I think they, it's pretty controversial. I, they got worse. For me. I'll, I'll, uh, it's, yeah. it's pretty, I I, I pretty clear to me. They got a lot worse. And I'm not saying Robin Leonard was going to have another year like that. That's... You know, look at his history. That's not a year... Typical year for him. He was... It was good, but he also had, you know, they're quite good defensively and defensive yeah. forwards. They have Barry Trotz, right? It's yes, Trotz, right? exactly. It's his systems. Um, yeah. But Varlamov is 31. He's very injury prone, and he's, you know, he's had his good years, and he's also had some bad ones. Uh, I think it's a definite downgrade because if he gets hurt, you know, the depth right now isn't there that they need to have, and Grice Whoa, is okay. Grice is fine. He's Grace okay. No, he's 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 he's, a, he's probably the best backup in the league. You think? You want to put backup. Yeah. You oh think? yeah. For sure. For sure. Hundred percent. Grace is the best backup in the league. He's question borderline starter. Leonard, question about the Leonard situation. What happened there? Because he won the Jennings. He won the Masters on this team. You know, he made a comeback after what happened in Buffalo, and and you know the I Islanders think... just seemed like a good fit for him. They got spooked. I think he told them the way. He was thinking about what he wanted to do if he wanted to sign another short-term contract. And then they went and signed Varlamov to a four-year deal. I mean, the the, the puzzling part for me is, why didn't they just offer Leonard this contract? Oh, yeah. that's Right? Like, that's... And if Leonard was thinking about that, I think the more of the fault goes on Leonard. Because if you're Leonard, why do you not sign the Varlamov contract? Just because... That's guaranteed money for four years. You haven't really proven yourself in the NHL. You're still relatively young. You're probably going to get another contract at the end of your year. Yeah. Five million for four years if you're Leonard is solid. Now, I don't know if that's what the Islanders were offering him because, you know, he's only proven it for one year. Varlamov is one of Vesna. He's played in the NHL longer. So there's that argument. But for me, Varlamov is too injury prone and too inconsistent with his play. Um, I didn't. I this this signing I don't really understand because we're, they have a guy in Ilya Sorokin who's going to be a star in this league. He's going to be one of the best goalies in this league. I have no. There's no doubts in my mind he's going to be a top five goalie. So, whoa, top five. Yeah, I, I I'm really high on Sorokin. I, I think he's I think he's the best goalie prospect in the entire NHL right now. Might be a hot take, but that's some high. Praise. I have a lot of I have a lot of praise for yeah, Sorokin. Wow. I really I really like him. So <clears throat> you said that you don't really 
you don't really know about Grice. I would have way rather they signed Leonard to this like a three year deal even, or and then have Grice kind of fade off next year, bring up Sorokin, and then have Leonard and Sorokin do like their tandem thing. I think that would have been fine. Now that might be what their plan is for Varlamov. Anyways, they're gonna have Sorokin come up tandem. He's gonna be on his entry level contract, uh, so his entry level contract will go three years. That will match the Varlamov. Um, that will match the Varlamov window with the three years left, and then mm-hmm. Sorokin will take over, which is again reasonable. But I don't know. You, I think I think before then Varlamov will end up being the backup. And you don't want to be paying your back of five million dollars. It's just not a uh, no. success. So did Zarella lose his mind? Like what happened? Like she's yeah, this she's was getting weird. old and senile, man. This was weird. Um, I do think that. So I think probably what happened too was they were probably trying to get Bobrovsky, and then uh, it just didn't work. He went to the like I think the two teams Bobrovsky was considering was the Islanders and the the Panthers. So he went to the the Panthers. And they kind of, I think they got scared. They didn't want to be left. They didn't want Leonard to be, to kind of betray them, go sign somewhere else. Varlamov signed somewhere else, and they're kind of stuck with no goalie, right? They just have Grice. So, I think they just kind of panicked and, and signed Varlamov. I agree. I think they were really worried. Yeah. What do you think, Zane? I I think he lost his mind. I don't really have an explanation for it. He's going senile. He's going senile. Just yeah. wait for Lanner. He was the guy. He won the Jennings. He won the Masterton for the like the kind of like the comeback award for the NHL. Like you gotta think he wants he'll want to come back to your team and it might not be for the years that you want, but this is this is your goaltender. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, I agree. You can't rely on on Grice. He's yeah, he's one of the best backups in the league, but you can't rely on him to be your everyday starter and, and going to sign Varlamov and, and kind of just letting Lehner walk. It just doesn't make sense to me. I, it's a tough look, too, because he his story and everything that he's been through. Exactly. And he has this, like, kind of, he's kind of like a, a reclamation story, and then he gets, they, they go and sign somebody instead. It, it was kind of weird. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on the other. It's okay. just absolutely crazy. <clears throat> well, there's not much more to say on that. Um, let's just let's wrap up there. Well, defense. you know what? Before we before we jump into the D, I just want to. I just remembered that uh, the Islanders actually got their arena deal. They're moving out of uh, out of what was it the Barclays Center, right? Yeah. And they're moving more into. Is it is it kind of where the old their old what Coliseum? That's what the name of it was. Is that kind of where it's moving to, or I believe it used to be a horse racing track. Okay. Um, it's in Belmont Park, which is uh, supposedly a pretty solid Poppin. location. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. solid location for them. It you know it just seems like the right move to make. The Barclays Center is just atrocious. Terrible. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. Basketball, oh, yeah. hockey doesn't matter. The sport terrible. Get rid of it. Tear it down. Like the wow. car and the scoreboard. I'm not the even car joking. Is tear it down. The stupidest thing like, I've like, ever tear, seen. Tear it what down. What the hell was the like, put, a, put, a, put a stripper club there. I don't care. Like, <laughs> just get rid of it. <laughs> wow, that'd be a huge... <laughs> no, that's what an upgrade that'd be. What an upgrade. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but I just want to say I'm looking forward to their new arena because I think there's going to be a lot more fans there. And the team's going on the upswing. And I love the rowdy Islander fans. 
and uh, it's gonna be a great time for the NHL. So congrats they were on that. Up. They were pumped up in the playoffs Dude, this year. The fans playoffs in the in the Coliseum. I'm pretty sure it's called the Coliseum. The Islanders fans. Nassau. If I'm wrong on that, yeah, Nassau. Nassau. Um, yeah, get get you can hate on me, but um, well, I think no, it was pumping. It was pumping in the playoffs. It was. So much that that first round where they swept the pens, man. Oh, they were so much fun to watch. Fucking, they, they were wild, they were, man. Yeah, they were wild. It was it was unreal. It was it was it was a great time. Uh, I I wish we could have seen the Islanders play the Leafs. That would have been so much fun. So much fun. It would have been. But, it, uh, you know what? Maybe it was a maybe real this good year. Story this year for the Islanders losing John Tavares and and having the season that they did. I. Uh, it was a treat to watch as as much as I call them frauds throughout the year and, and they ended up being frauds. Uh, oh, they made the they, second rounds in. Come they, on. Come on. They're not frauds. They, Come on. They are 100%. Pure no salt. Sh- Pure salt. It's because they wear orange and blue and they're better than your orange and blue team, isn't it? That's what it is. That's what it is, Zane. That's what it is. Called out. Okay. Jeez. Let's finish up with the defense, though, because we haven't, we haven't talked about it. What do we think about this defense? Do we think Noah Dobson makes a team this year? Uh, no. Let's start with that. He no? shouldn't. You got to give him a, a year to develop, no? He, I saw some clips of him training with in Nova Scotia with like Crosby and Marshawn and McKinnon. Man, he looked slow. I don't know if he was... How did he get into that group? There was a there was like I'll throw in, uh, Quinn Hughes it, it, was in it was that kind group of, as well. Yeah, Jack Hughes, Quinn Hughes went out. There was a, kind of a younger mix with NHL players. It was a good camp. Taylor Hall was there for oh, a couple it was just days. Just a camp, okay? Because yeah. I know like Crosby, Marshawn, McKinnon, they all train on their own, right? Like they're a group that kind of goes no. Together. They they started like a camp there, gotcha. so like okay. a lot of NHL guys are going out there. And that stuff, makes so. a bit more sense. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all like AHL high end prospect, like high-end AHL guys with like prospects and there's a couple CHL guys in there but yeah it's a it's a good camp but so I I'll start off by saying I think this defense is um it's by committee right they don't have any top end guys but their bottoms their bottom pairing isn't it's probably one of the best bottom pairings in the league right it's not yes. it's it's weird it's like they have a bot it's like they have a middle four and then their top pairing isn't that great that's more the way I would look at it right their bottom four is is good for bottom four, um, comparing them to other bottom fours in the league, but their top pairing is probably weaker than it is. Other but because they're spread out so well, like they're still probably a top ten defensive, you know, overall defense in the league. Yeah, combined with the system they play. Yes. Yeah. Um, I do like Nick Letty a lot. I think he's under underrated. But Johnny Boychuk at six million, he's thirty five for the next three years, is a little ouchy for me. Yeah, a little much. Yeah, with a modified uh, no trade too. I do want to point out, I really like Devin Taves, who's coming in. He's an older prospect, 25. He should play this year. Um, I don't know where he'll play, but he he should play this year. And they got a guy, Sebastian Ajo, who they just stole from the Carolina. No, he's not the Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, he's he's going to play. And then they got Dobson. So those three guys are going to help their D a lot. They got a Bode Wild, who should, I mean, he projects to be an NHL guy. He was uh, an early second round pick, so... He could really help them. I'm a pretty big. They fan got of they Devin got help Taves. coming. I got pretty pretty big fan of Devin Taves. He had a really good rookie season last year. Yeah, and he's, yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's 25, but you know, it's someone who's coming up the ranks and defensemen. Defensemen develop uh, later than they're kind of like goalies, right? They develop later than yeah, than, uh, forwards. So it's completely fine. Yeah. So are we all in agreement. Like this is like where would where would you rank this defense in terms of the NHL? Would you put him like right in the middle? Because I'd put him probably like average. I put him smack in the middle. Yeah, Dead like, average. Completely average. Right, ranked yeah, the, the defense. Yeah, I put them right, right in the middle of the NHL. They're not bad. 
they're not great. <laughs> they're like I think they're I thought they're more of like a top ten defensive unit, especially with really? the way they play okay. with the systems. Yeah, I put them probably nine or ten. See, okay, yeah, I I think the system helps them, but if you just look at like individually from players, oh, then yeah, pretty... they're probably middle. But because of the yeah. system, I sure. I put the sure. whole defensive unit as a top ten, probably probably number nine. Sure. And okay, the extra guys like say they have a couple injuries in their line sure. in their decor. It helps. They have Sebastian Aho. Yeah. Uh, in they're deep. The they're very and, deep. And yeah. maybe give Dobson a chance as well. Like that. Yeah. 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 It, I would still say average though. Okay. Well, let's finish up here. Playoffs. Are they in or out? Zane. <laughs> we're we're gonna be doing just just to preface this. We're gonna be doing an, an actual prediction thing. This is just kind of our, um, you know. A little sneak peek, but do we have him in or out? What do you I guys think? I gotta stick by my word. I'm gonna say out. Okay. Um. Oh man. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say out as well. Barry Trotz. Uh, you guys both so have him Barry, out. Hey? Barry Trotz is a pretty big factor, and he's probably the only reason I and him and Barzell are the only reason I'd consider them in. But I just gotta say out. Yeah. You guys both have him out. Hey. It's it's the goaltending for me. It, it's gonna have such a drop off. I think. So, to be completely honest with you, this team I've struggled with a lot. I don't know whether to put them in or out. Um, I have them out right now, but I really want... I'm trying to figure out a way to how to put them in. Oh, me too. You know like, what I mean? I, I want these guys to be in. Let me like, let me make that very clear. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have them at, like, nine, mm-hmm. which is maybe, maybe a little bit... Like, in a week's time, they could be in. So... I think once I kind of go through all the teams in NHL when our, in our prediction series, we do uh, we're going to be doing a prediction series in the preseason for our east and west side where everybody's going to be going to be ranked, who's going to make the playoffs, who's not going to. I think I'll have a better idea when I go through all the teams and you know start putting them together. But for right now, I have them as like a bubble team, l- looking in but kind of on the outside. That's kind of where I assume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I, I I mean I I hate to say that too because I, I actually like this team a lot so. I just think that the East is kind of top heavy with a lot of a lot of really good teams. So, all right. Well, with that said, let's jump into the other New York team, the Rangers. So the Rangers have got one point zero one million. They got twenty two NHL contracts. A lot of turnover this year. A lot of young guys made some uh, traded for some young, some young guys. Drafted some great young guys. Signed some 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 great players too. There's a lot to talk about with this team. So let's let's dive right into it. Uh, Starting lineup, and no, I kind of made it up myself. This could change. Uh, Panarin, Zabinijad, Buznevich, Kreiderstrom, Kakao, Kako, um, Amestikov, Schittel, Kravstov, Anderson, Howden, Fast, Andy, they got Skay, Truba, Stahl, Fox, Hayek, D'Angelo, on goal, Inet, they got Lundqvist, and Georgiev. So, how are we feeling, guys? Well, it's good to be a lot of excitement. the better New York team now. Oh my god. Ooh, I hope the Islanders fans aren't still listening. <laughs> I want them to blow you up on Twitter. Like, I... <laughs> can we, can we get, get Zane's can we, Twitter can handle? Can we get Zane's Twitter handle? Yeah, I was going to say. It's at Hockey Heaven Pod. Just tweet all no, no, your stuff no, 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 no. Tweet no, directly at Zane. I don't want to tweet. At ZaneL96. Light him up, Islanders fans. I'm telling you, light him up. And if you can't find him, his... his uh. You can get him in our bio at Hockey Game and Pod. So follow us. Yeah. Click on Zane's name because he's there, and then go just shit on him. Rangers okay. fans, feel free to follow me because I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zane. So since you're since you're high, you're, this is the better 
New York team, in your opinion. Tell me why. This is the what, better, what's to love? This is the better New York organization. Oh, organization. Just, okay. just franchise in general. Like, sure, okay. Their branding, their just <laughs> team, the way they run their team, everything about them. The Islanders have been goddamn dog shit for the past, what, 20 years now? Weren't the Rangers shit for like 50 years, though? I'm, I'm just saying now. I'm saying the last 20 years. Yeah, now, but, but 30 to they, 50. They've been around I, I, a lot longer than the Islanders. Math so. is hard. I don't know about that. Yeah. <sighs> I'm gonna exclude. I'm defending the Islanders fans. I'm 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 defending the Islanders fans. You're, I think it's unfair that you're 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 dogging do you, on do them. Do you cheer for the Mets over the Yankees as well? Like is that? Yeah, actually, I do. I, I can't stand the Yankees, but <laughs> uh, I actually I think I like the Mets better as well. But I'm... <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rangers, focus up. Tell yeah, me sorry. why. Rangers, they just the way they've done their rebuild has been yep. absolutely amazing and and it makes an Oilers fan who's been through four different rebuilds completely jealous the the way you guys have <laughs> traded a bunch of your assets for actual He's value crushing. yeah you guys are uh, what you're crushing on him oh 100 crushing on him <laughs> i love this team and they they're growing into one of my second favorite teams in the nhl my second favorite team in the nhl wow and uh, the Panarin sign signing really helped that. And Which, uh, would you go as far as getting a Panarin or a Kako jersey? I I would maybe get a Kako jersey. Wow. Okay. That's actually a sick jersey to get. Kako Kako. What yeah. a name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Definitely. And it's like the new yeah. brand. Maybe even like a Lunkvis. Like, how do you go wrong with a Lunkvis jersey? That's yeah, he might be retiring soon, but like that's just that's iconic. That that is an iconic jersey. If you're gonna get a guy that's retiring, I'd, that's the that's the guy to get. I, I would love a Sweden one. Oh, that right? dude, the Sweden that'd be so sick. So sick too. Yeah. Nuts. Okay. I hope he well, wins. I hope Lundqvist wins. For me, I pump the brakes a little bit on this team. Okay, they have a lot of young guys. I'm not even denying it. I love Kravtsov. Kako was a sick pick. Uh, they have Leas Anderson. They got uh, Buznevich, who's still kind of young, looking okay. They got Adam Fox. Um, they got a whole bunch of young guys coming in. Shestrokin, uh, Kendra uh, Miller, Niels Lundqvist. Uh, they got guys, right? So, for me, it's like they haven't proven anything yet. Let's pump the brakes. Let's see. Let's see how they develop, and then let's decide, right? Um, they they could either really surprise this year, or they could do exactly what I think they're going to do, and probably be around the bottom of the league. Because for me, down the middle. There's problems after Zabinajad. I think Strom is a great third line center. He's he's perfectly average for the third line. But when you start putting him up in the second line there, there's problems. Now Chittle could play second line if, and, and succeed, sure. Or maybe Leas Anderson has a has a jump in his development and he becomes a, a I top. like him. I think he's good. I think he's really Leas good. Leas Anderson? Yeah, yes. he's kinda of been a, he's kinda of been slower, right? But yeah, I, I like hopefully him. Hopefully he gets there. They, you know what, they have a lot I don't think he's been slower. I think they just have a lot more prospects that can be talked about with Kako, with Heedle, with like those guys, uh, with Adam Fox, like they, he's, uh, and, and craft stuff as well. He's kind of just in the shadows a little bit of these guys. And I think he's still going to be a really good player. Uh, yeah. as long as he doesn't flip anything over the, the glass anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he the metal guy? He That's the metal guy. The metal oh, guy. He's the, he metal guy. the metal guy. Okay. Uh, you know what? I actually, I actually didn't mind that. I thought that was kind of, it like show that. it's disrespectful, like but it shows he's a fucking warrior. Like that guy. Yeah, cares. he wants to. He wants to win, right? Like oh, he's yeah. he's like second, like second place. Fuck this shit. I'm. Yeah. I want to win. So I wonder how he feels about participation medals. 
Oh, I bet he would <laughs> put those on the ice and stab right. his skate blade into those. Okay, so Zane Zane likes his team. Let's what, let's go through some point predictions, and then we can try to piece together how we feel this team's gonna gonna end the year. You know, like how they're gonna finish. Oh, they're not making so the up playoffs. front. They're not making okay. They're not making the playoffs. So how many points do we think Kako's getting? Uh, he plays with if he's on that top line if he's with like Zabinijad then yeah. I can see him getting low 60s numbers 62 I would say around there I'm gonna go 50 with him no matter who he plays with and I'm gonna go 45 okay okay cool what about Kravstov with, with 20 goals let me throw that in there what about Kravstov how do you guys feeling with him uh, I feel like he he can either like we're, we're talking about Kako right and I think Kravstov could play on the top line too and just blow up and have a nasty year. I'm saying well. more 45-ish for Kravstov. I'll go right around 45 again with him. Maybe a little bit less. Maybe he's pushing 40. But, I, yeah, right around the same. I was going to say 45 too, so there's no... Wow. We're all there's no... Uh, yeah, okay. points. You heard it here okay. first. Okay, Phil, Philip Chittle. What, what are we feeling for him? Uh... I have this guy in our dynasty league. I'm gonna go with 50. Yeah, 50 points. Okay, so you have him. Do you have him taking over the second uh, center spot? Is oh, that where you have him? Yeah, I think that's yeah, yeah. where he he slots in this year. You, you give okay. him. This is a young team. You you give him the chance to uh, succeed in that role. You know, you're not looking to win this year. You're you're. This is a year for the Rangers to try and see where everyone's at, who they <laughs> have that's really working for them and not working for them. They're still selling off some assets with Kreider and and maybe even Nemesnikov like. There's, there's turnover still to come on this Rangers team, and mm-hmm. with those guys, you had to let someone like Philip Hedl have a chance at a top six role to succeed. Hmm. I'll go, I'll go thirty eight. I was just gonna under, go forty, just under I was 40. Gonna go forty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna go like dead even forty. All right, and then what do we? Let's let's finish up here with uh, Adam Fox because he's kind of like they traded for him. They got a people are saying it's a steal of a deal, but. You know, he hasn't proven anything yet. So so what do we think, like, how do we think he's going to do in his first year? I think he's going to be what Adam, or sorry, what Kevin Shattenkirk was last year. And, you know, a lot of Rangers fans didn't really like Kevin Shattenkirk, the way he's more offensively suited to be struggled. Um, I don't think he should have gotten bought out. I think he still could have kept him for one more year, and, and uh, Tampa was good to jump on him. But Adam Fox is going to replicate what that was, what that season was for Shattenkirk, just as a rookie. You know, he'll make mistakes, uh, he'll put up some, some some points, but he might get hurt a little bit, but uh, for his rookie season, I wouldn't expect the world of him. Just so like you that. expect him around 28 then? Shattenkirk had 28 last year. Two goals, 26 assists. That's kind of what you feel for him? Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was going to put, I was going to say 25 points. What do you, what do you feel, Ben? Uh, yeah. I'll probably go Grayson. Our, our predictions are pretty close. I'm gonna go probably with 25 <laughs> as well. That's what I was thinking. Great minds think alike, Ben. Great minds think alike. Hopefully, or we're both gonna be shit wrong, and then... <laughs> or we're both <laughs> gonna look dumb as well. <laughs> he puts up 40. We're just like, oh, okay, yeah. Watch just has a kill McCarlick season. <laughs> Wins the Calder. We're just like, oh, okay. Um, uh, speaking of the Calder, they have a lot of people. Up they that. yeah, they got a lot. They got. Kravstov, Kako, uh, Fox, Fox or Timmy Panarin, like they, there's a lot. Or Timmy Panarin, stop with the Panarin. Oh, I can't. Uh, 
Damn it, Zane. <laughs> Zane he won't let it go. He won't let it go. His, oh, his boy salty. McDavid lost to him. He won't let it go. <laughs> he should have been a rookie go. then. Please. <sighs> All right. I, so, I, love, are, I still love Panarin, though. He's great. Oh, yeah. I've gotten over the fact. No. I'm still going to make jokes about it, but I, I like Panarin. Oh, he's sick. So I actually really I like their forward group. Uh, if Chittle can can jump up and play that second line center, I think it really helps this team. And their their forwards are going to do fine. With with me, a lot of the struggles from this team comes in the back end. Yeah, they got Truba, but after Truba, we don't really know what what the hell is going on with or what the hell um, Fox is going to do. He, he might get twenty five. He might get forty. Who knows? Right. Uh, Mark Stahl is not good anymore. <laughs> Tony D'Angelo. He's a pirate now. Tony uh, D'Angelo, they, sorry, it's it's bad to make jokes about, but he can't see out of one eye. Like that's not good. It's it's true. Tony D'Angelo they haven't even signed yet, and I don't know if he's the best defenseman. I mean, Brady Skay on your on your top pairing is not where you want to be. Uh, they desperately need help, and it's going to take some time because they have help coming in the form of Miller and Lundqvist, uh, in their system. They also they also drafted Matthew Robertson this year, which was I think he's gonna be a good player, more depth guy on in, on the the Rangers. But they have help coming, so it's just gonna take a couple years, right? And that's that's what happens in rebuild rebuilds. It's I think it's easy to to replace forwards just because they come in faster. But with D, they take time. So maybe Miller can play. I think he's two years out still. I I don't know if he's gonna play next year, but I think he's two years away. And then. Lundqvist, I think, is in like two years away too. So, in the meantime, I think they're gonna try to beat teams by putting up massive points and relying on their goaltending, which we should probably talk about because, I mean, Lundqvist is thirty-seven; he's got two years left. They probably have, in my opinion, I said this, I've been saying this to a couple other people, but uh, Georgiev is, I have him top three backups in the entire NHL, maybe the best backup. I think he's he's. Yeah, you really, really like underrated. Him. I'm I'm huge on Georgiev. They got Shestrokin coming in from their in their prospect system. I like where their goalie their their goaltending is sitting at. I I don't think Lundqvist, Lundqvist obviously isn't the same guy he was five years ago, right? But um, you know what? He'll finish out his year as a Ranger and he'll do his job. He'll help these young guys coming up, and that's about as much as you can ask for him, right? Yeah, I I think he's gonna be a great mentor and. You know, you hope he continues to be above average, but, you know, everyone falls off at some points, and even the king's going to fall off at some point, so you just hope for the best. Long live the king. I have a feeling this year he's going to struggle, and it's going to be more Georgiev this year because they're going to get peppered. Like, they're going to be facing 40 shots a game with this D, and I have a feeling that it's going to be a very offensive system, so... With the guys I got up front, so I I think they're gonna face a lot of shots coming back the other way. It's gonna be a lot of off the rush plays and um, yeah, I think they're gonna, they're trying they're gonna try to win games four three. You know that's that's kind of instead of like you know the three two two one games they're they're going four three. They're trying to put up put up points. They're trying to score. That's that's what they're trying to do. So well, I love Lundqvist. I always have. It's sad. I don't think he's gonna win a cup in his career, which is just a shame. But um, the Rangers are looking good with Georgiev and Sestroken. That's that's fine hands to leave um, to leave the 
the goaltending spots too. And Lundqvist, I guess, you know what? On his way out, he can pick his successor. He can pick the prince. He's going to take the new mantle of being the king. And maybe, you know what? Is it fair? Like, will there ever be another king in New York in net? Or is it just Lundqvist? Is, is he That's just, the king, man. Whether just, you, you can pass Lundqvist it on to a prince, but you can't, you can't <laughs> dethrone the king. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, is there anything else you guys want to talk about with this team? Are, are we... Are we in agreement that their D is pretty suspect? Forwards look good. Goaltending should be solid, kind of thing. Yeah, they are a team of the future. Yeah. Yes. This team yes. is going to be a powerhouse once again, as they were in in the early two thousand. They made the finals. This is going to be if built properly, if the rebuild finishes strong, they're going to be a team to watch out for for sure. Yeah, they will not make the playoffs this year. Probably not next Agreed. year, but in two years. Yeah, watch out. When they when they start getting some D prospects into their like into their lineup, that's when they're gonna start making a splash, in my opinion. Yeah, in my humble. Yes, opinion. I agree. All right, so we hope we all have them out then. Yep. All right. Well, with that said, let's jump into our last team of the episode. We have the Carolina Hurricanes. Goddamn uh, jerks. God, damn jerks. <laughs> they got two point four million in cat space. They got 23 NHL contracts. The team, or not the team, I guess, but Justin Williams just announced on Twitter that he is not going to be starting the year with them. He's going to be taking a break from hockey. He hasn't officially announced his retirement, so he could be more of a... Who is the Nashville guy? Right, uh, uh, Fisher. Fisher. Fisher, yeah. Yeah, he could pull a Fisher and kind of come back after the season and help them out for a playoff run. I'm calling it right now. That is exactly what happens. He probably just yeah. doesn't want to go through training camp. Don't blame him. He's old. Wait, also, wait 20 he wants- games. He's back. They also had a deep playoff run, so he probably he needs a break. He's tired, his, man. He's old. And he was going. Like, he was pissed off in the playoffs. Oh, he, was, he was going. He was hard. going. He was going. He looked like his old thirty-year-old um, self, where yeah. he was, you know. Oh yeah. He was. Yeah. He looked. He looked fantastic. Yeah. So I bet he comes back. So some guys at the uh, Hurricanes. Or let's go through their their lineup first. They got Sveshnikov, Aho, Teravainen up front. Dzingel, Stahl, Niederreiter, Hollow, Walmark. Martinuk, Fogel, Bishop, McGinn. Um, maybe Martin Nikas is in there somewhere. I, it, it'll be it depends on camp how he plays. He, he, I mean, he could be in that second line center spot. He could be in that third line center spot. It's all on him. So yes. I mean, on on the back end they got Slavin, Hamilton, Fleury, Falk, Forsling, Pesci, and then they got uh, Van Riemsdyk, Trevor Van Riemsdyk. Um, I believe he's hurt right now, so we'll see when he comes back. If he can, he'll he'll definitely slot in there. Probably take. Forsling spot or maybe even Flurry depends how Flurry's been playing. Uh and then in net they got uh Mrazic and then a Reimer Forsberg slash there. Probably Forsberg for me. Yeah. I yeah. I I think you're correct. Yeah. So this, sounds this good. team looks like they've gotten better than last year and they have picks in the pipeline. Ready to draft. They got picks they, for days. They, they got picks, picks for days, and they had a good draft. Uh, if I'm best draft, they had the best draft. I'm gonna. They had the best draft on draft day, in my opinion. Every single guy that I had that I liked and I wanted that I would like. If I was a scout, I'm like tell my GM that's who we want to take. They literally took probably ninety percent of the guys I wanted. So, yeah, they, I, they, they drafted fantastic. A, there was more of a boomer bust kind of players that they took. Uh, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, but when you're drafting late like that, anyways, I think that's the way to go. Like, yeah, I think, fair I think oh, you just totally you just go fair. for it. Yeah, that, that's what's so. Uh, 
I think kudos to them. They uh, they took on Patrick Marlowe and bought him out. So they got pretty much a first-round pick off the Leafs for that, which was mental if you think about it, and a seventh. Um, they have three third-round picks. They, ha- they have a lot of picks. They got picks for days. So, yeah, looking good for the future. Not to mention that their prospect system is stacked. They probably oh, have... Yeah. Oh yeah. It's top it's top five, maybe top three in the league for sure. Um and and maybe they don't have as much like as soon as Nikas graduates, they don't really have top end guys per se, but they have depth for they have a lot of depth. They have like fifteen solid guys in their system that I could I could rattle off. You know what? I'll rattle it off for right now. They got Suzuki, uh uh, Julian Gauthier, they got Jake Bean, Alex Nadeljevic, they got Jane Kolkian, Patrick Piustola, Jack Drury, Peter Kochnikov, they got Jameson Reese, um, Ryan, uh, or Stelio, Stelio Matthews, or Matthew Stelio, mm-hmm. um, who actually just got diagnosed with cancer, I think. Oh. He's undergoing cancer treatments, and he's only 20 years old. So that's, that's, that's tough brutal. to hear, and yeah. I wish him... All, All the best. best. Yeah. yeah. Fight that off. Um, yeah, he's only 20 years old. So it's it's actually uh, Stelio Mat- Matios. So that's his name. Sorry, I kind of messed it up there. So yeah, they got they got a really deep prospect system. And yeah, they're looking fantastic for the future. They yeah. shocked a lot of people this year with their playoff run. They did. They People like... Well, I'm not people. Me myself was not really a believer, and I was. I was. I know. I, I know I you them. were. <laughs> ah, thank you, dude. I'm gonna pat myself on the back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you were. Into, you were in that one. And they, like, the thing is, they got better. Like, way yep. better. And so, if you're not a believer now, man, it's time to hop on. Yeah, I thought they were. You know what? They put up a good fight against Boston. I think there were some close games, and you know, if they get a couple more bounces, they probably take a couple games off Boston. I thought that it was that series would go a little longer, but they did exactly what I thought they were going to do. They went right through Washington. They went right through. Well, they didn't really go right through Washington. It was a good series, good but series. they went right through the Islanders, and then they got, you know, beat up by the the veteran uh, Bruins, which I think played a, a big part in it. Right? They yeah. had more experience there. They know what they were doing. Yeah. Now, if so. we can only get Sveshnikov not to fight Ovechkin, <laughs> they'd be all set. Oh man, man, I I would be so excited if I am a Hurricanes fan, like to have Sveshnikov, Aho, Teravainen, and uh, Nikas up front for the future. Hell, even throwing Ryan Suzuki in that mix, but that's a lot of skill up front. Tito like Teravainen, great... like I oh yeah, mentioned him. Like I I didn't mention him. Yeah, oh, Teravainen is a is a. He doesn't get talked about as much. He's a monster. They stole him. He he is absolutely. Let me put this into perspective too. He's at five point four million dollars for the next five years. That is mental for a guy. Oh yeah. Seventy plus points. Yeah, exactly. That's mental. And let's say you know Sveshnikov picks it up. All three of those guys can put up eighty plus points. I, I don't think that's hard to believe, right? Is that hard to? No, if Sveshnikov, Aho, and Teravainen all play together, the, that all three of those guys can put up eighty. Like that could be the new Landis Cog, McKinnon, uh, Ranson. Yeah, not? I, yeah, I think so. This I don't team, think that's hard to believe. This seems actually pretty interesting. They they're a bunch of 
they're, a lot of their makeups a bunch of spare parts from other teams like Tivo Teravine and they stole him from Chicago um, Eric Hall they stole him from Vegas Dzingel is a guy who's outcasted in Columbus um, he just joined their team this year Dougie Hamilton got casted out from, from Calgary uh, Peter Mrazek got casted out from Detroit This like they have picked up spare parts when they can they built slowly but surely and they've created this soon to be super team it's incredible. Really, you're gonna go as far as say super team? Well, wow. If yeah, if they if Aho does the way he if he lives up to his contract and probably even more than that, I think he's already lived up to that that number that he's making eight and a half now. Uh, and Sveshnikov keeps improving, and and Taravainen has another year. Like they they're a team that is solid up front. Their defensive core is just as good, and if their goaltending keeps track like on pace, yeah that's as good as you're going to get in the NHL and, and they have picks to spare. Like this organization is running on all cylinders right now. All they need is a logo change. <laughs> you know, I'm actually one of the guys who likes their logo. I, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't know what the big deal is with it. I think that maybe like colors can be tweaked a little bit. Like uh, on their new white, their new white jerseys they got that says Canes, which should wishes, say jerks. Let's be, let's, they were jerks, but I don't think, it, yeah, I don't let's, think let's be real. anyone would that, that. That logo they no, have on the helmet. Yeah that's like black uh gray and and red i think it it looks it looks fantastic i wish i I wish they just put that logo on the jersey instead of doing the the canes because i'm not i don't understand what the big deal is with their logo like i think it's fine yeah i don't mind it's 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 just me like i think maybe it could get cleaned up a little bit and modernized but like because the middle it I think the middle of it could get cleaned up. That that's my only gripe with it. But I like I like the logo. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I got no so, problem. Um, but no, like they they got they got to. Do we think the Zingle is going to be as good as Williams was last year? Because he's kind of the replacement for Williams, right? I don't think he brings you that off ice presence that Williams had. No, but yeah, I think his production wise, he'll be able to replicate Magic. that. Yeah. Okay. And uh, how do we feel? I really like this third line too. I think Mar- Jordan Martinook isn't talked about as much. Like he, that guy's a warrior, and he's oh, great third liner. He's like the Gallagher of uh, this team, like all heart and soul. He's just a little engine that runs around the ice, hits everything, and just plays a fantastic game. So yeah. I really love Martinook. Um, Eric Hollow was fantastic. I was just taking advantage of the Cap Crunch team. So good for them. And then if like, I mean Walmart is 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 great, but I think the real What's going to put this team over the top if, is if Walmart can slide down, play that four spot, and Nikas can come in and play uh, that third spot with those two guys, or even jump up and play with the Zingle and Niederreiter, and then Stahl moves down. That's where I think this team gets a lot of uh, upside and, and positive from. So I agree. I really like their forward group. I think their forward group is good, um, and it just gets better with Nikas. So I'll be watching him through some preseason stuff and you know the first nine games seeing how he does i'm really interested to see him i also have him in one of my fantasy leagues in my um prospect system i i traded uh he was part of a package for drew doughty so i'm I, you know i i i need him to play well so. <laughs> um but yeah no i i like this team well their defense does is fantastic as well it's top five in the league right mm-hmm is it top three? Like, how how good is his defense? Uh, it's pretty damn good. I don't know if it's top it's three. It's good, right? Definitely top five, yeah. 
So who are the best teams? Like, I guess I guess Nashville is just talked about, right? Yeah. Who's second? Uh, Off the tops of your head. Washington, I guess, just left. Probably, yeah, yeah. Washington? I don't know if they're second. This team's better than Washington. I would say, I think Dallas is up there with with Heisky and Kleinberg and Lindell. I think... um, Tampa? Yeah, Yeah, Tampa, Hedman, McDonough. Where's the hesitation there? Hold on. Just because they lost, they lost Strawman. That's why I was kind of, I was thinking who else they lost, but I think that was it, right? So that that team's still going to be great. Um, yeah, like, I, the like San Jose there. will get talked about because they got the Bruins. The Bruins. I'm not, no, I'm not. I think this team's better than the Bruins. I think this team is top five. Columbus, Columbus has really good defense. No, Columbus lost everything. They they lost forwards. They didn't lose defense. They have Jones, Wierenski. They have they lost, um, they Savard. No, they're they're fine. No, I think this team's top five in defense. And this team is top five. Okay, I'm gonna, strictly I'm put just, top defense, five. just defense. All right. Yeah, we're talking defense here. All right, all right, I'm, putting, I'm putting them top five. Um, so they're, they're fine. I don't even really need to talk about the defense because I think it's just fantastic. So the only thing we really have to, we could talk about is Justin Falk is a free agent next year. And you could re-sign him, but I think this team could also afford to let him walk because they have got, they have, a guy named Jake Bean who could probably step in and uh, not maybe not do as like as good of a job, but he'll he'll get there. I think so. definitely agree. He's a guy that you can be seen as like the team rental, like their own rental yeah. player. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. Year. Like if they would have traded for him this year, yeah. they're just gonna keep him. Yeah. Kind of like um, Jake Garner last year mm-hmm. with the Leafs, right? They mm-hmm. they just kept him instead of trading him. Or Trevor Rams or uh, Van Riemsdyk that not Trevor James Van Riemsdyk that one year where they just kept him. Uh, for that playoff run. Similar thing. So so I think the real thing with this team is, do we believe in Peter Mrazek again? I think so. I think he... Is he... Yeah? He we was we a, believe... Top, I mean, I believe... Go ahead, Zane. He was a top ten goalie for the Red Wings for the longest time, and he, he had a, kind of a... like an off-season year and a half of sorts, and they gave up on him. Uh, which... You know, if you look back at other goaltenders like the Devin Dubnik situation or, or other goalies that were top, t- highly touted and then struggled a bit, change of scenery and and they excelled. You know, Peter Mrazek is going to be, I think that that case that goaltender and he'll be a starting goalie for them this year. Yeah, he reminds me a lot of uh, Markstrom in Vancouver, where like he was in Florida, struggled, traded, and then kind of took a year. And then it was successful this year. Markstrom had a really good year for Vancouver. Where yeah. I think Mrazek is similar. I think what really helps Mrazek is... I don't think he'll ever reach that peak where like he was supposed to be. You know, where he was supposed to be like one of the best goalies. Um, I don't think he's ever going to get yeah. there. But but the, the system that and the defense of Carolina... This is, I think, perfect. This is what you want to be paying a goalie on this team, right? You're investing so much in your defense. You have a the system you're playing... You shouldn't be paying a goalie. This team doesn't need a, a 10.5 million carry price or a Vasilevsky or Bobrovsky. They need a guy who's going to stop the shots that he, he needs to be able to stop and make some timely saves when he, when he needs to. I think Mrazek is the perfect goalie for this team. Honestly, yeah. every team needs that. No one needs a $10 million goaltender. Carry, you know, maybe carry no one, no one wins with $10 million yeah, goaltenders. You, you want a guy who's good. Yeah, but it hasn't happened yet, good, right? Not amazing because then you don't have to pay him as much. It's true. I mean, goalies, 
what you want from your goalie is to stop all the shots that are coming from the outside, have good rebound control, um, and then make some big saves when you need, your team needs it. He doesn't have to make them all the time, but he needs to make them sometimes, you know, to, to help your team and give to give your chance to give your team a chance to win. Sorry, uh, that's what you need. And Mrazek is young; he does that. He's up. He's actually cheaper than J- James Reimer, who I don't even think is going to make the team. I think he's going to be in the minors. Yeah. So who, who is their I, backup goalie this year? I think it's it's Forsberg for me. It could be Nadeljevic. We, me and uh, me and Zane kind of, I think Zane brought it up to me um, that you know maybe he he just won a Calder championship. He's been in the minors for a couple of years, had good numbers, so maybe he challenges for a spot. But I think it's a duel between Forsberg and Nadeljevic. I think Reimer is. I'm not even. I'm gonna put it completely frank here. He's terrible. I don't wow. even know. I don't. I don't even wow. like. I don't even know if I would. I don't even know if it's worth it to have him in the AHL. Oh, I have faith oh. in Optimus Ron. Like I would just tell. I would tell him to go home. Like I wouldn't even send him to the AHL because. Oh why? Why would you have a 31 year old guy sitting in the AHL that's not? I would just develop somebody else. They have Callum Booth who could go and play in the AHL, right? But they signed him. Like they they decided they wanted him. They didn't sign him. They just traded for him. Or traded for him. Sorry, they decided they wanted. They, but they, it was well. They, they, they saved getting... money. They saved money because they traded Darling for him, and then the Florida bought out Darling. That's true. Yeah. Remember? So yeah. I don't. I don't think this is. I don't think they. Yeah. I mean, he'll he'll be in the conversation in camp. Like he'll go to camp. He'll play. Try to make the team. Sure. But after watching Reimer in Florida for the last couple well, years, he was bad. Like he he was beyond bad he's he was the, the worst goal in the playoffs. nhl he's most I have of the faith in optimus rhyme to bounce back i i was with you two years ago i'm not with you now <laughs> i'm on the other side now. do you think he still has a chance to make that backup over no uh, no nope. i don't think you send forsberg through uh waivers because he's got he's gonna get claimed so i would i would way rather bank on uh forsberg who's um been coming up to the ranks or even Nijakovic. He's twenty six Forsberg, so yeah, I would. I I'd be like Nadeljevic has I, to I really out. That and name, if, but... if if Nadeljevic needs to, if he's gonna make the team, he has to really really outplay the other two, like really outplay. Um, and it's kind of on the other two to play bad, and then Nadeljevic to play well. But if Forsberg plays well through camp, I don't think you let him go. But just yeah, he's gone through waivers. Like yeah, he's just gone. I I, I, mean, I agree. So the one big question mark on their team is their backup goaltending. So yeah, that's the only question mark, and that's, that's not like that's that's probably the best case scenario, right? Like that's that's and, that's what you and want. And it's not like they don't have options either. No, they, they have, have three guys. You get <laughs> yeah. they got three guys. Like who? Here you go, guys. Fuck uh, these guys. Nightmare scenario if they all just get lit up like six goals against average in the preseason and in camp. Like that would just be nightmare scenario. But uh, I don't see that happening. I mean, worst worst case scenario. Forsberg and Nadeljevic don't have a good camp. You put Reimer in there, and yeah, that's that's like the worst case it's, scenario. Yeah, it's for the them. worst case scenario because you still have Morazic as your number one goaltender. You yeah. ride him for a bit yeah. until you know one of your guys in the AHL steps up. Or, now, or Reimer bounces. Now the only another like a problem I do see with this team is if Morazic goes down, I don't. They don't really have a lot of uh, depth in terms of guys who could step in and play like thirty games because I don't think any of their other guys are. You definitely don't want Reimer playing 30-plus games. And then Forsberg hasn't... He's still trying to be a backup, right? And then Nadeljevic is... I, I think their best bet would be to actually play Nadeljevic long-term. Like, just ride him for 40 games if that were to happen. But, I mean, this is this is absolute worst-case scenario. So, um, 
Other than that, yeah, but that, that's we're all in agreement. This is a playoff team. That's the case for every team. Definitely a playoff team. Yeah, they're definitely yeah. a playoff team. Uh, absolutely. All right. I still hate well, them in six, though. We're we're going to be doing um, season predictions. So if you want to know exactly where we're placing the Hurricanes during the preseason, we're going to be doing East West. Uh, it is bad two weeks, and we're going to give us or we're going to give you guys the rankings of all the teams. If you disagree with anything we said on this episode or more recently with the Hurricanes, we're going to be posting all of these segments to your guys' Reddit pages. So uh, go on there, yell at us, tell us that we suck, tell us what we got <laughs> wrong. We can take it. It's fine. Uh, give us some criticism what we can do better. We, lo- we love to hear that stuff. Um, if you guys want to hear different stuff for the season, uh, you know, different segments we can do, then let us know. We're open to that. And fo- give us a follow on Hockey Heaven Pod on Twitter. And with that all said, I think that's that. That's it. So tune in for our next episode, which is actually probably going to be coming out this week. Uh, pretty close to this one, at least. It's uh, going to be the first four teams of the Atlantic, which we finally decided, are going to be Tampa Bay, Florida, Buffalo, and uh, Detroit. So if you're a fan of one of those teams, definitely give a listen. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, see you next episode.